0: Welcome to Mind Money Balance, the no guilt, no shame podcast to help you get your mind and money in balance. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm a financial therapist and coach, woman of color and popcorn connoisseur. I am so glad you're here. Let's go. Today, I am talking about how to take your private practice from on the side or part-time to full-time. And I love when folks in the health and wellness space start out their private practices on the side. It's what I did. I think it's a really great way to kind of dip your toe in and see if it feels like a fit for you. And it's also a way to understand what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and to also get all of the systems set up on the back end so you're ready to go when you're ready to take your practice to full-time or whatever your version of full-time is, And to do it in a way that supports you and your well-being. So I think that taking your practice from on the side to full-time, like I mentioned, is beautiful. Love it. But what I see happen a lot is that private practice therapists who have their practice on the side keep it on the side for far too long long. And it's not because of scarcity mindset. It's not because they can't do it. It's not because they don't know how to run a business. It's because they keep putting these I'll go full-time when statements in place. And then what happens is when they reach those statements, they change their mind and they push that goal out even further. So let me give you an example. They'll say something like, I'll take my practice from on the side to full-time when I have four private practice clients. Then they hit four private practice clients and go, ooh, I actually met eight private practice clients. And then they push it back until they hit eight. Or it sounds like I want to wait until I have an office space available. So they wait, they keep their eyes open for the perfect office space, they find a great office space, they even sign a lease, and then they get in there and they're like, ah, you know what? Maybe I'll wait until I take it from a sublease until it opens up into something available five days a week, right? They keep pushing out these deadlines for themselves and until they know it, their on-the-side private practice or their I'm-going-to-dip-my-toe-in private practice has become something that has been months, years in the making. And what I want to help you do today is figure out what your balance is so you can take your practice and make it your full-time business. So here are a few things that you need if you're getting ready to take it from on the side to full-time. You need to actually understand what your number is financially so you can leave your full-time business or somebody else's full-time business rather, right? So most on-the-side people are working for a therapy agency. They're working at a hospital, at a VA system. They're working at a school. They're teaching or lecturing at a university or at a college, right? So they are working as an employee or a 1099 of somebody else. And they haven't figured out how much money they actually need to be bringing in in their on-the-side practice. So what I want you to do is figure that out. How much money do you actually need to be bringing in to make your ends meet? So that's the first thing you need. The second thing you need to figure out is creating some sort of marketing strategy. And if you are like me, and when you first started out, you heard the word marketing and wanted to barf or run away, again, you're you're in good company. I now think of marketing as a way for me to share with folks why and how I can help them, and less about trying to convince people to work with me because A, that doesn't work, and B, it's gross. <laughs> so figuring out which marketing efforts are actually going to call in aligned clients to your practice, and which ones are like flash in a pan aren't gonna work for you. And notice how I said for you, because Marketing your private practice is not a cut and paste, do what somebody else says and it's gonna work for you deal. Just like you wouldn't tell any of your therapy clients, just do this thing. It's worked for all of my other clients and I guarantee it's gonna work for you. I don't play that game with marketing either, right? I want for you to figure out what are the things that are going to move the needle in my business? Is it word of mouth referrals? Is it creating a beautiful and hardworking website? Is it showing up on different social media platforms, figuring out what marketing efforts are worth it for you and which ones are just going to make you feel like you're pulling your hair out or you're on this never ending hamster wheel chasing all these shiny objects. And then the final one is you really need to create boundaries and loving reframes because inevitably what will happen is as you start to move toward full-time private practice is you're gonna have these mind gremlins pop up. You're going to start telling yourself things like, you know what, if I just meditated more and practiced more yoga and got outside daily, I bet I could make my hospital job work. Or you know what, if I actually took my PTO at the university, I bet I could show up refreshed and I could keep making it work, right? You're gonna start to tell yourself these things to make somebody else's business work instead of your own. That's okay, right? That's a safety mechanism. Our brains are trying to tell us how can we stay safe. And for most of us, a traditional employment situation feels, looks very safe because that's the model most of us who have grown up in North America or Western Europe have seen as being quote unquote successful or the path, right? You go to university, you get a quote unquote safe job, you work there for 30 years and you retire to 30 years of bliss, whatever that means. So we don't have a ton of role models of what it looks like to create a sustainable and profitable private practice because in the online space, what we see is all of this like garbage about appropriated ways of taking a business and making it work. Meaning you're going to see a lot of messaging in the online space about go big or go home, jump in a net will appear. You just have to like Push against the grain and and make it work, right? All of this stuff that is incredibly dangerous, not just from a mindset standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint. Quitting a full-time job or an 80% effort job or a job that you've had for a while that is bringing in consistent income, even if it isn't the income you want, even if it isn't serving the clients you want to serve, even if it's working with a toxic team, That is what you know has created financial security and stability in your life. So saying goodbye to that is really, really scary. So I want for you to reframe this thought from, oh my gosh, it's gonna be really scary if I leave and if I could just meditate more and take my PTO, I could make this full-time job work. I want for you to say, it makes sense that I'm scared to trust myself by taking my private practice full-time And it makes sense that I would want to make my traditional employment work. And I have many reasons why it's not going to work, why things won't change, or why it's not a fit for me and what I need in my life, which is why I started my private practice on the side. And then you can start to shift towards, I can create my private practice so that I can have those daily walks, so that I can have my version of paid time off. So, that I can see clients that I light up when I get to see them in my practice, so that I don't have to be a part of a toxic team, right? So, that's a loving reframe you can offer to your brain when it starts to get a little bit anxious about taking your practice from on the side to full time. Another thing that is going to come up most likely is if I leave my traditional employment job, who is going to take care of my clients? we go into this field because we love creating personal relationships with folks and knowing that we can offer them tools and skills so that they can have healthier lives for them. What we don't do is get into this field to create codependent relationships with our clients. So when it pops up that if you leave, nobody else on the planet will be able to help your clients, I want for you to check that um, cognitive distortion with a little bit of of love, right? Love and compassion. You know things that sound like it makes sense that I feel like if I leave, nobody else will be able to help my clients, and what I know is that I can help them find other support systems outside of myself because I don't want to create a codependent relationship or a relationship where they're only dependent on me as I leave. So those are, I would say, the most common ones that show up is like, I'll I'll just make it work because this is my financial security at my traditional job and what is gonna possibly happen to my clients or trying to radically shake around the way things are working at your traditional employment job Those are things that are going to come up. And I want for you to offer yourself loving reframes as you move into taking your private practice from on the side to full time. And if you're going, Lindsay, I don't know how to find my number of how much money I need to earn in my private practice so that I can safely leave my other job. If you're wondering, I don't know, what marketing means in a way about how it can impact or help my private practice. If you're not really sure how to create these boundaries and loving reframes as you take your private practice from on the side to full-time, I'm so excited to share with you that I've created a one-hour live workshop coming up, if you're listening to this in real time, on July 9th at noon, E-S-T, it is going to cover how to figure out that number so that you can leave. It's going to cover how to figure out what marketing efforts are worth it and which ones are time suckers. I will cover how to figure out what other kind of logistics structures you need in place so that you can leave your full-time job and and take your private practice and make it your full-time job. And also how to cope with some of those mind gremlins that pop up, Those those gremlins that I'm the only one who can help these people. If I just you know, did more meditation, I'd be able to make my full-time job work, et cetera, et cetera. I'll help you reframe those. And the cool thing about this workshop is that it will have time at the end for your questions and answers if you can show up live. And I already had um, a couple of people join who said, look, I might have to pop off early or my my schedule's kind of up in the air. And they emailed me in advance with their questions, so I'll make sure to get to them as well. So if something comes up and you can't make it live, you can email me your questions in advance. And so you don't have to worry about like frantic note taking and you can be fully present during the workshop. I will record the workshop and send it to all attendees. This workshop is $29. It's pitch free. What I mean by that is that I know at this point in time in your business, you've probably joined some free masterclasses or some free webinars that have included a pitch to work with that person. Look, I'm not opposed to pitching yourself or marketing yourself. I'm literally doing it right now. But what I don't get down with is is the bait and switch move where you think you're getting something for free and you get maybe a little nugget or two, but then you get a pitch. In the event that I do something free and I'm going to pitch something else that I do that is a paid offering, I always let people know at the top of it and when they're registering, meaning I will say something like, hey, FYI, I am going to teach you this really valuable content. And at the end, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how you can work with me if you want to work with me. So that's how I do it if I'm doing something free. But if I'm doing something paid, there's no pitch, meaning this workshop is really just about what I told you it's going to be about. There is not going to be a pitch to work with me later. The reason I created this workshop is because in Grow a Profitable Practice from the Inside Out, my group coaching program for private practice therapists, 90, percent of those participants joined Grow a Profitable Practice from the Inside Out when their private practice was on the side of somebody else's business. So I know that this is common. I know that this is the question that people have. I know that people are ready to take their practices from on the side to full time, but they don't know how or they get nervous, rightfully so. And that's why I created this workshop. So if you want to join me, it will be linked in the show notes. If you follow me over on Instagram, there will be a button um, at the link in my bio where you can find it. And if you're on my email newsletter, I'm sure you have seen emails about it. And if you're not, get on my newsletter by going to mindmoneybalance.com quiz. It's a twofer. You get to take a quiz on understanding what your financial archetype is, learn more about the strengths and challenges of your financial archetype, and you will be added to my newsletter list. And I would love to see you if you're a private practice therapist this Friday during that workshop. If it's not for you. No big deal. I'm just so happy to have you as a member of this podcast listenership community. And with that, I'll see you right here next week. Neither the host or guests are rendering legal, accounting, clinical, medical, or other professional information. If you want professional help, please seek it out.